Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome to the Papa's Perspective, part of the Giants Huddle podcast. It's brought to you by Bob's Discount Furniture. And we're talking a little Giants and Niners as the Giants will be taking on the 49ers on the road. So it got me back to thinking in 1986, who should we talk about with the Giants and Niners? And Mark Bavaro came to mind. Mark, how are you today? I'm doing great, Bob. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So, uh, Candlestick Park, 1986. You guys are down 17-0 at the half. Of course, you have one of those iconic plays to kind of get the team going in the third quarter. What was the mood like? You guys, you know, you guys only had two losses going into that game. You were one of the best teams in the NFC. The Niners record was, I think, 7-4 and four at the time. But uh, what what was sort of the messaging as you guys went to the locker room down by that whopping score? Uh, I don't remember it being any sort of desperation or anything. Um, in 1986, I don't think that we ever were really worried about any game that we were in. <clears throat> and, uh, of course, Bill Parcells was, you know, very encouraging. He was, he was boosting our morale. He kept saying, you know, <clears throat> don't worry about the score. You know, you guys are, are doing pretty good. You know, you're beating them down. And uh, just keep plugging away and things will start to happen. And uh, basically, you know, that was the, our whole MO of the 86 season. You know, we just would wear teams down and things would happen in the third and fourth quarter. So I don't remember anybody being in panic mode at all. You guys were having a hard time running the ball against them in that game, especially in the first half. Um, you know, everyone always thinks about San Francisco and they think about Montana and Rice and and all those players, Dwight Clark, uh, John Taylor, all the great players, Roger Craig. People sometimes forget about how good they were defensively. Um, and you guys matched up pretty well against them. But what was it like going against that Niners defense? Um, you know, you know, we we played the Eagles defense. You know, the Redskins defense, the Bears defense. I mean, the Forty Nine ers defense wasn't really that high on our our list. Uh, we always felt that they were not a physical team uh, and that we were an ultra-physical team. Uh, whether or not we were running the ball well or not, I don't remember that. Uh, all I know is that um, you can only stop so many things. And in 86, we had everything. Um, if, if they stopped us on the run, I'm sure we exploited a passing game. Uh, they couldn't hold up to us offensive-wise, and uh, we knew it. They knew it, too. So take me through that play uh, because it's become iconic. 
Um, I'm sure at the time you didn't realize how iconic it would become, but it's one of the staple plays now when you watch any kind of highlights. What was it like for you as it was all unfolding? And then, well, take me through what it was like for you as the whole thing was happening. Uh, I don't really remember. It was just another play in, in my memory. So. You're just carrying Niners like on your back like it's nothing. <laughs> I, do, I do remember thinking it was taking them a long time to tackle me. You know, I and it, and it just reaffirmed my belief that they just weren't a very physical team. Uh, I mean, the only guy that I ever, ever had to worry about was, you know, Ronnie Lott because he could sneak up on you and he did a few times. He got me. Um, but it just as a, as a physical, you know, hard nosed tackling team, you know, they, they just weren't that good. And the, the thing that we knew about it was that they didn't practice it. And during the week, you know, they, they were one of the first teams that really had very limited contact during the week. And, you know, we, we had all contact <laughs> during the week. And so we thought we were, we thought we were doing a lot better than them, but in actuality, they probably had the, the right uh, formula going, but it did show in game time that sometimes their techniques, their, you know, tackling fundamentals weren't always there. So, and that was just a one of a play, one play where, you know, that, that showed. Phil then winds up hitting Joe Morris out of the backfield, gets him wide open in the end zone for a touchdown. You guys get on the board and just kind of looking back at the game, um, and I, I had a chance to watch it on YouTube the other day. That seemed to be between your play and then Phil hitting Joe Morris. I think he was isolated on a linebacker for the touchdown. And you guys got on the board. It like it broke the seal. It felt like for you guys offensively, and it rejuvenated the defense as well. Um, could you feel that momentum shifting once Joe scored and you guys got on the board and it was now seventeen seven? Uh, yeah, obviously you can you can feel those things during the game, but um, you know those Joe Morris and there was a who who else scored I I, I forget, but a couple of guys made some great catches for those touchdowns, and um, you know my my play wasn't that big of a deal in retrospect. I mean these guys are the ones who scored the points, um, and of course. The defense, we, no no one ever worried about the giant defense. You know, you, you could get some points on them, but, you know, you weren't going to blow them out. Um, I, I don't think I ever saw it happen maybe once or twice my whole career there. So we weren't wor worried about them, and we pretty much kept to ourselves and minded our own business as far as offense and defense uh, went. So the Giants' defense in 86 was never a concern of ours <laughs> or should have been. Uh, if anything, you know, they they usually worried about whether we were going to perform. And, and uh, it took us a while to get going. And maybe took them a little while to get going. But like I said, in 86, you know, we won our games in the third and fourth quarter. And, you know, if things were bad in the end of the fourth quarter, we would start to be concerned. But not in, until then, we, we figured we were right on schedule. Uh, then the team gets a big stop late. Uh, on a fourth down play, the pressure on Montana. Um, that play, you know, you just for you, you were just playing, and it's a it's a play, and and as you mentioned, it, it felt like it took a while for them to get you down. Can you talk a little bit about though the aftermath of that? And I don't even mean the immediate aftermath of it, but at the end of the year, and then years later, how that play has become such an iconic play that is replayed over and over and over again. 
Um, you know, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't think it was that big of a deal at the time. And, you know, I always thought I had better plays than that. And, uh, I remember, you know, I was, I would always say, geez, I, I hate to be remembered that play, you know, it's just the 82 semi 10 yard option route, you know, I'll sit over the middle. And, um, I thought I had a lot more athletic plays and, but, you know, as you get older, you realize that people forget, you know, your career and forget even great players, you know, you just kind of fade off into the memory, into the memory holes. But it's nice to have a play that people remember. I don't care what play it was. You know what I mean? <laughs> even if it was the play where Ronnie Lott, you know, a couple of years later knocked me out running down the scene. You know, I mean, it's just nice to have proof that you actually played in the league. And uh, if that's the play that people remember me by, that's fine by me. Yeah, Stacy Robinson, the late Stacy Robinson, had uh, a 34-yard touchdown catch yeah. in that game, and then uh, OJ Anderson. That was, a, that was a spectacular catch. Yeah, it was. It was a. It was that made it 17-14, uh, and then you know OJ Anderson knocks one in from a yard out. You guys take the lead for good, and then the defense closes it out. I just want to ask you a little bit about that rivalry because you know even going back to nineteen and then going ahead to nineteen ninety, and you guys lost that. 10-3 game on Monday Night Football in San Francisco, but for the most part during your time with the Giants, you guys seem to have their number. They were winning some Super Bowls, but it felt like when you guys and the Niners played, you know, you talked about the physicality of the Giants' defense. Did they almost feel like a division opponent at that point because you played them so much? Yeah, they really did. You know, that's a good point. They they always felt like they were on our schedule, you know, um, but they were always big games, you know, that, that was the difference. You know, you only got to play once, and uh, it usually meant something big. Um, but like I said, you know, we – I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to say that we had their number, but – because they, they won some good games against us too. Um, but when it really came down to it, when it, when it mattered, like in, in 90 in the, in the playoff game and uh, 86 playoffs, even uh, the 80 – playoffs didn't we play them in 85 yeah he beat him in 85 as well i mean those big games you know we usually we usually stepped up and and did what we were supposed to do so um you know the your career with the giants is very intertwined with the san francisco 49ers and obviously you beat them uh you guys went on to beat washington which um locked up the nfc east for you guys because that was a season sweep for them at what point during that season um, did you feel like, you know, the role was that you guys might not be stopped at this point, or did Parcells never let you feel that way? Yeah, we were never supposed to, you know, um, celebrate too much or feel too good about ourselves. Um, that the old adage, you know, he had that, he always kept a pebble in his shoe, you know, just so he wouldn't be comfortable. Uh, and I think that's how he wanted us to feel. You know, we were doing good, um, but he didn't want us ever to be overconfident. Uh, that was never that was never a problem with us. Uh, and even though we knew we tried to keep it low key, uh, I mean, we we knew we were good. I mean, it's, it, it was hard not to think of yourself as, as one of the dominant teams, especially with our defense. Um, but. You know, it, it was a good lesson for a lot of teams, a lot of players, you know, just to stick to business. Don't 
don't get lost in the moment. You know, there's always, and like Belichick always says, you know, in later years, you know, we're on to next week. And that's really how we had to um, make it through that year. And that's that's a formula for success, I think, for any team. Well, Mark, we want to thank you for a couple of minutes taking us down this trip down memory lane with the Giants playing against the Niners on the road uh, here this season. And one of the most memorable games was that December 1st game, 1986, with that great comeback, 21-17. And, you know, for Giants fans, that is the staple play, the iconic play that kind of uh, symbolizes what the offense and the grit of that Giants 86 team was as they delivered their first ever Super Bowl. We appreciate the time, as always, Mark. Great catching up. Thank you, Bob. Great to be here. Thanks for joining us for this edition of Papa's Perspective. It's part of the Giant Huddle Podcast. It's brought to you by Bob's Discount Furniture. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at Viking.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.